Hey guys, before we start this episode, I need to say that the main characters are going to be taking a bit of a break. Don't worry, we'll still have episodes for the next few weeks, but it will be a Numenera Legends game, taking place in another part of the Ninth World with new characters. Once that's done, we will return to the story of the Travelers and the conclusion of their tale. Hey guys, this is Jesus, and I think the following Patreon listeners. Timu Halasharu, Cult of Knowledge, Mika Shalom Kesselman, Daniel Allardyce, Tristan Gilbert, Nick Morgan, Call Me Ishmael, Gregory Larson, Matthew Prohl, and Darcy Ross. Thanks for helping us unveil a dark truth. Nearly dying from embarrassment at the conclusion of the play, the travelers are ready to leave Charmond and continue their travels. All they have to do is enter the Anatheum, the Assassin Archives, and gather the information they need. However, such knowledge doesn't come without a price. Tegas, is this your friend? This is Tamvita. He was a... He was my manager, once upon a time. Moral nods in, uh, uh, confirming it. I don't know if you knew that Moral was following you when you met with Tan. No, no, just <laughs> learned a lot. <laughs> just learning a lot today. Luckily, that was uh, part of Act 2. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they don't see me! What was I gotta get one of those giant, like, um, things that put your listening horns. <laughs> I, I thought I heard something! Mm-hmm. And it was just Tad, who was just playing himself. He always nice. wanted to be in theater. God. Nice. <laughs> All right. Yeah, um, that was something, Tim. Not, it was not my idea. The queen apparently had everything. So she did have some... She, apparently she has the ability, or someone with the ability to look upon the actions of others. Probably helped a lot with her rise to power. Although, apparently, from what I overheard, she no longer has the power over you. Any idea why that is? Tim. Mm-hmm. I just had my name, otherwise secreted, away from the prying eyes of everyone but those within our business. Humiliated in front of an adoring crowd by a woman who has no need for money, has no fear for repercussions. I'm not telling you a god's damn thing. Where's my information? <laughs> his, he he raises his hand, and out of the palm of his hand comes out a black spear. This is for you. Thank you. And I take it from him. Yep. You take it? Mm-hmm. In the dead of night, preferably midnight if you can, go to some place nice and private and say the following words. I desire entrance, and I will pay the price. <laughs> this entire play was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I, here's the truth. I wanted, I feel like, last session was like full-on fight and end of the world. You understand yeah. your yep. world? I wanted this one to be a bit more fun. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Also, okay. just the most elaborate fuck you from yes, the queen. Yes, that was also part oh. of it. Literally, my sides hurt. <laughs> I didn't know that was actually possible. I thought that was a metaphor. Oh, no. Yeah. No, it's, no, it's, it's true. I've no, got it's like true. a lingering headache from like scrunching up my face yeah. that much. Yep. Is this going to be dangerous? You're going to Anatheum. Of course it is. 
and suddenly out from like the door opens and uh, the the stage crew is dragging a dead <laughs> to a ghost. I think that was, I think that's an omen. That's an omen. <laughs> that's an omen. <laughs> All right. Okay. And they just <laughs> they just unceremoniously heave the dead body into a bunch of trash. Yeah. And they walk up. Yeah, that's about as good as you're going to get as a theater actor. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> well, good luck to you. Don't die. I don't really care, but it'd be amusing to see what you wish for. Sit back. See you around, Tim. See you around. And there's a flash of light and he disappears. All right. <clears throat> so... I embarrassed my way through dancing, and then I was embarrassed through acting through the stage. It's been a banger day for me. For me, at least the person playing you was some sort of bodybuilder dancer. Oh, I can guarantee you, he was a dancer. Absolutely. I don't know if he was much of an actor though, <laughs> and I don't. My. I fight in a certain way. I keep my back to people, not to show my ass. It's to, to defend myself. My face is my mat. His, his stance was like non believable. Well, at least you're standing. Your greatest asset was not your age. The person playing me is literally rotting and being eaten by rats <laughs> behind me right now. Somebody say rats? <laughs> <laughs> I should have killed him. I should have killed him and he had his face. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So we need to find a private place to do this. And if there is an answer for how to stop this thing. So we need to go to a place that most people aren't going to be at. Yeah. Let's go to the children's wing. That's the library. <laughs> <laughs> Smart thinking. Yeah. Smart thinking. Yep. Yeah, we go to the children's wing of the library. You guys head over to the children's wing of this library. And as we walk away, it lingers on us as we pass. Then it slowly moves towards the dead corpse of yep. Tagos, the old man. And suddenly he sits up, rips off all his items, and it's Patrick Stewart. And he says, <laughs> Act! <laughs> <laughs> and it goes back to us. Yeah, yeah you walk over to the children's wing of the, to, of the library, and it is uh, pretty empty because it's getting late at night. And everyone and there is nappy nappy time as those kids go home to get some sleep. <laughs> it is literally the ch- wait. Are we going? Oh, okay. The, the kids who would be reading. Yeah, who be not reading the kids them. who are chained here. Yes, yes. <laughs> not the horrific children's yeah, museum. Nice. <laughs> and yeah, you go to a section library that is primarily for le- it's for learning, but for kids, for smaller children, stuff like that. Very bright, very colorful cl- uh, cl- uh, coloring everywhere. There are no corners on anything. Also, also a couple of kittens. Kids? Kittens. Okay. Yes, remember the, the library yeah, cats. Yeah, library cats. Meow, You touch the cats and they give you information. Yep. Nice. All right, well, I'll take the bouncy ball. You guys have to split the tea set uh, for <laughs> seats. Okay. So, we have a couple of... How long until midnight, Jesus? About an hour or so. We have uh, about 60 minutes before we have to do this. Moral looks around confirming that there's nobody here except the kittens. I know why the queen can't see us anymore. What's that? It's the robot. It's, it's not the robot. It's Glenessa, clearly. Well, but Glenessa gave me instructions on how to adapt my robot plans, and she told me that part of its benefits was that people 
who have you know, the ability to look at what you're doing, like these various entities, some might call them gods that have been messing with us and have been prone to do. And now I'll be, I and, and, and people that are with me are, are shielded from that. And it also means Glenessa can't look on us or anybody that would want to be uh, in, you know, helpful, but nobody can meddle with us or, or observe us without us wanting them to. Okay, I have a question. We've been traveling for three weeks. Is there any other information that we need to share with each other? Um, to be fair, I didn't know that that information needed to be shared because I didn't know that somebody was spying on us. Which makes a good point. After the play, my life's an open book, Varric. Absolutely. Uh, interesting way of dealing with Neok. I took care of it. Oh, I know. We saw. <laughs> well, <clears throat> huh. I dig into my pocket, Jesus, and I pull out a monocle. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a uh, wondrous item. What are they called again? Yep. Uh, artifact? No, it's not an artifact. It's, it's a, not it's a, a cipher. It's a trinket. Oddity. Yeah, an oddity. Yep. And I look through it at all of us. You can still see them fine with the aura. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, you remember that I have an aura monocle? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was okay. really listening to the audio. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, and you do remember that it only affects big things. Big oh, yeah. Like I... minor Numenera mm-hmm. stuff can, will still work on you guys. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. So yeah. if it's on the ground and in front of us, they can still see us with whatever. But no, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to tell you. You've met my old associate. You've seen me fight, lose my identity, make deals with people who wish I was dead, be humiliated by a woman whom I did not know even knew I existed. But yet we're all here. If that idiotic travesty of a play highlights anything, it's that we are here. We made it. And I'm going to be honest, that first scene was actually pretty good. That song they sang. It's like, yeah. Cohen, you, that guy had some lungs on him. He, not bad. He, it's true, it's true. I had shivers. Like, I was there the first time, and I, this is the first time I actually got shivers. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, the way the morale would fall and the pots and pans would actually match the, <sighs> The sounds was actually pretty impressive. True, I mean, good percussion. Yeah, was, I think they put they put, they used all their money on the first act. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I feel like they 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 really were focused on the 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 shock and pizzazz, mm-hmm. and then when they tried to get into the second act and do more drama, things got a little threadbare. I agree. I agree. So we're just talking about <laughs> we're reviewing the play. The play. So yeah. by the time like midnight hits, there's the, we've taken the little chalkboard of the kids use <laughs> and we've actually outlined like what they could have done. And it's like, oh no, 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 no. Then in order to, for Neok to be destroyed, it needs she knocks over the torch and says, Oopsie Daisy. <laughs> going back to what you suggested. I still protest this. I don't knock things over. I'm just saying you're right. She needs a common tagline. Oopsie Daisy's the best one we voted for. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a family-friendly affair, obviously, so people are going to bring okay. their kids. And then Cohen, that's when you come in with your sandwich. Ding! <laughs> in the distance, and it's like midnight. This yep. is what we've been doing to commerce. Okay, but when we are when we get back, I want to talk about whether or not the connection between Cohen and Varric is going to be the secondary arch, or are we going to talk about morale and her feet? Alright, let's get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. 
there's like illustrations of the different ways that morale could fall and tumble into stuff. Everyone else has illustrations of them looking dark and brooding and badass. It's so funny because Morale's like the most graceful one of us. Yes. No, but, we all pick on Morale because he's the most functional out yeah, of all yeah, of us. Yeah, you're the most graceful, but. <laughs> and actually, no, Varric and Tegos have dark and brooding. Uh, for Cohen, there's only drawings of sandwiches, <laughs> structural, <laughs> structural drawings, side uh, cutouts. Yep. So yeah, we, right. we 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 sit in a, a circle, I guess, like story yeah. time. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we sit on like brightly colored um, pillows. Yep, yep. All right, so I don't know what this is going to look like or what we're, what we are going to find there. All I know is that lots of people go looking, lots of people don't come back. But this is our best shot. Well, uh, how do we do this? Do we all have to hold the orb? I guess so. And right. I put the orb in the center of it and put my hand on it. I reach out and put my hand on the side. Yep, same. So does morale. If this goes south, no regrets. I desire entrance and I will pay the price. And as soon as you say those words, uh, black gas starts escaping like it's a smoke ball from the orb and surrounds all of you. Oh, is this a trap? <laughs> <laughs> You should have known when he said, make sure to go into a small room, not a lot of windows, <laughs> nowhere around. Somewhere where aid would really not get to you at all. Like, nobody would probably hear Even if you were screaming in pain, nobody would hear you. Yeah. The, the gas continues expanding, covers the entire room, and then, like a life, life of its own, all the gas starts entering all of your bodies, through your nose, yeah. through your mouths. And all of them start, all of you start to suffocate. And then pass out. And then suddenly your eyes, all of your eyes open and you're in what feels like just sm- black smoke shadow. You can, you can still see each other, but there's like, you see each other through a, like a black haze. Around you is just more blackness, but it's not pure black. Like I said, it feels like you're in a glass, black cloud. All right. Um, Tagos, this is on you. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, hello. Is anyone... Is anyone here? Oh, hold on, let me and uh, and Varric actually uh, reaches to his belt and he unwraps it, which is just—it's a giant cord uh, of just uh, different of a fabric. It's a big plume mm-hmm. of fabric. He unwraps it, unwraps it, unwraps it, unwraps it, unwraps it until it's just a big string, and he's tossing it to Moral, who tosses it to Cohen. So everybody's um, holding on to the sash, nice, nice, just so we can keep together. Nice. Sorry, Hayes. Sorry, David. Go ahead. No, no, it's perfect. That's yeah. a really good idea. Yep. Uh, good thinking, kid. Hello? Uh, you see in the black shape something begins to form and you realize it's a giant four-fingered clawed hand. The, uh, the palm of the hand aimed towards you and there's a, like a, uh, it feels like there's a cut that forms. It opens up and you see an eye. It seems to like be looking at you. Yes. I'm the smiling jackal. I'm looking for the anatheum. You have found it. Good. Good. We uh, we would like to come in. Please. Are you willing to pay the price? Yeah. And as, as he's talking, do you suddenly see what well, looks like lips form? But the lips that you realize are look like they were made of cut fingers. The teeth look like they're made of ripped off fingernails. Are you willing to pay the price? Another hand pops out, another eye. Yes. Yes, I am. 
the price for you, the smiling jackal, is the truth. You can see that um, Tagos, uh, through what light we use, I've got like a glowing ring and stuff like that. Tagos was taking us uh, his belt and was wrapping it around his wrist to close off circulation. He clearly thought he was going to have to lose fingers. And he stops. What? And none of the rest of you can hear this, but in right next to your ear, Tagos, mm-hmm. you hear the truth. About a father figure dead, slaughtered by your hand. Oh, well, <clears throat> okay, no anethium then, anethium, whatever it's called. Uh, thank you. Take us. We need to get this answers. Yeah. Is this, yeah, the, yeah. this is the only place that has the truth about the what we need. There is another path. There is another. And you see the lips and the hands turn towards morale. Assassin who can pay the price. Do I hear this part? You hear this part. Oh. Yeah. Morale. She doesn't even have a name. She can't. Morale will do. And you you feel, you don't see, but you feel like a hand caress your, your cheek. Morale. Are you willing to pay the price for answers? You don't have to do this, kid. The price is exile. You will save your people, but they will have nothing to do with you when your task is done. But they're they're alive? They'll be alive. And if you save them, but you will be exiled from your clan forever. Never will you see them ever again. That is your price. But if I don't get the answers to save them, I'll never see them again anyway. True. <laughs> you don't have to do that. That's that's insane. We didn't go through all of this just so you can not see your family again. Can I pay the price? Only assassins can pay the price. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> okay. I got to tell one of you something, and I want All to... All of them. Shh. Locks. Let me start with something called an apology sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I like sandwiches. Listen. This is very... We get through this. We save everyone we need to save. And then we settle whatever scores we need to afterwards. Alright? Alright. Yeah, fair. I think there's more important things to deal with at the end, yeah. Some months ago... I was paid to make a sale. And the sale was up for many assassins wanted it, and it was lucrative, and it was personal. And the seller very well connected. I took it because I thought it would be the best thing for everyone. 
So I knew the target, and I approached them and told them what I was there for, and they agreed. We shared wine as the sun rose, and they slipped off into the everlasting sleep. I collected my things, disturbed not a hair on their body, closed the door to their room, and the inn, and I left. And I did not know who that person was in a familial sense until much later. I made three times what the queen gave us for killing Stargazer Narian. as the church had ordered his death. I thought it would be best if it was coming from someone he knew. Varric is silent, staring at you. Even though it's smoky and dark, you can't can't possibly see his face. You know his eyes are just burning a hole through you. Tegos, or at least trying to. Mm-hmm. He can't look at you. You know what the saddest part about that whole confession was, Tegos? Is I'm not surprised. Yeah, we're gonna settle this afterwards. Because Stargazer Narian and me can't settle what happened between us because of you. Maral gets to have her family. And by working with the man who killed part of mine, I might get mine at least a little bit of it back. But we are going to settle this. And until then, I do not want to hear anything close to an apology or an explanation or anything that doesn't involve us trying to solve the matter at hand. But the moment it is dealt with, I will deal with you. And I will come at you with everything I got, so you better be ready. He's paid his price. That he has. And all of you see, as the black smoke seems to thicken around Tagos, and he's sucked into it. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he doesn't make a sound. He just kind of like puts his head down a little, like he's considering <laughs> something, and then. Tagos, mm-hmm. you're walking down the hallway. It's a beautiful blue and white hallway. There, it feels like if, if your best guess, maybe like it looks like a marble, but seems some sort of synthetic marble. You're walking with a hurried pace. Uh, you look to yourself, and there's your friend Ambrose just looking at you, calling you an idiot. This is the dumbest idea. I mean, there's no way this could possibly work. Are you sure? And then there's a there's a pause. Don't tell me that again. Okay, fine, we'll do it. But I swear to God, the, only if the boss agrees. 
you're still look, trying to look around, and you go to these large doors, and you step through with Ambrose. And you're there in this large room, and there's another entity there. there another entity that swims like a glowing ball. And the glowing ball looks at you like, I've seen your proposal. And there's a, there's a blank space. Your name. And it is an interesting idea. If you succeed, you'll save a... You'll save a universe, but... It's very risky, I mean... Combining those two personalities... I mean, I, I looked it up. That... Whatever his name is... He's a piece of work. Full-on assassin. A personality like that... It'll be hard to overcome. Another pause. Don't get arrogant with me. Uh, can you hear me? Fine, but you're my best, so we'll see if this works out. Oh, uh, we've definitely never met. All right, I'll begin the ritual. I'm sorry. We'll what? see what happens, and you see, feel yourself start moving again towards another side door. Boy, this was supposed to be a library. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I place in your mind the location you need to go, as well as the cipher the creature is going to use, and in your mind, and there's an image of a code or something, something you need to say, as well as an image of. Morale. Find the cipher, and then use that to go to where you need to go. She can do the rest. Just be careful, all right? And you see, and you're in a, some sort of circular room. Around you, it looks like a painted glass that suddenly shifts, and you see images of Tagos, of you, of different points in your life, and it focuses, focuses, focuses towards a point where you. Get a job to kill these two annoying twins. Quick, easy job. Quick, quick, quick stab. Easy money. Go in there, overcome this person's uh, mind. Don't worry too much about the moral implications. That were, that guy's a piece of crap. What? All right, you ready? No. Good luck to you. And then, whew, as you feel your mind racing through worlds, through dimensions, ah! and entering the mind of this piece of filth. But as you enter the mind, something goes wrong. You think it maybe some it's part of it is the aspect of the mind, it's stronger than you thought. But you also feel like something else interfered with it. The thing you were hunting. It sensed you somehow and interfered with it. And it it hurts. And your mind is clashing with this piece of shit. And it's clashing together, and you feel yourself disappearing. But also this person, this this other guy, is also disappearing. You're you're combining. You're something else now. You're... You're... Gone. And Tagos, you always thought you were the Smiling Jackal. But the Smiling Jackal died that day. As well as the entity that tried to overcome him. You are something new. With old memories. And you know where you need to go. You know what you need to say. And the rest of you see... Tagos come out of the smoke. I'm, like, on my hands and knees. Uh, uh, how long have I been gone? Second. Like, just a flash. Uh, hands, eyes, things. Yes. Do we get to come in now or what? You're already here. You got what you needed. You Fine. may go. And one second, you're in the blacksmith. Second second, you're on the ground on the floor of the library. Tagos runs and pukes into some corner. Yep. Not the first time that's happened here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Varric's just watching him. Um, cold expression on his face, but his arms are crossed, and he's just leaning, and he's just leaning back against the wall, just waiting, mm-hmm. as he told him to. He, they're not discussing it. Yep. Cohen kind of sidles up to morale, like, so, uh, this is kind of awkward, huh? Yes. Right, right. Should we maybe not leave those two alone? Definitely not. Right, right. Uh, you take Varric, I'll take the old man. <sighs> okay. All right. Okay, so the Anatheum is not a library, and the memory is already starting to fade about what it actually is, like remembering a dream. But it's not something that we could all go into and get information, just one of us. Oh. Um, um, Moral, you're supposed to stop this thing somehow. I am? Yeah. Yeah. How? I don't. Not really sure. Um, there are a lot of different factors, but there is an, there are things, there's an organization that was trying to protect you from this thing. You're, I don't know how, but if there is a linchpin in if, if there is a, a, a if there is a, a hiccup in the plan for this thing, you're it. I haven't had many plans with you involved. I can understand that. Jesus, what information did I get aside from that though? Because I didn't write anything down. Uh, so. It's a basically it's a it's not really words. It's okay. more like uh, wait, what information you look at? Like you said. I will know what to say to her. No, 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 not to say to her. You oh. know words you need, words of power, essentially, to okay. teleport yourself to the location you need to go with the rest of the group. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right. Um, I have the information in, or- in order for us to get to. The only words in my head are where we need to go. The secrecy is unbelievable so how do we get there we teleport with what words old school that checks out real real old uh, Numenera kind of stuff you read in fantasy books so so do we do it now we can do it right now if you want and and when we, when I, Moral looks very concerned and confused. When when we get there, and the, these plans all fall apart, then do do we save my people? As far as I can tell, yeah. Well, then, then we should do it. I got nothing better to do. Yeah. This is the only thing that's on my schedule for the time being. Okay. Just. I need to go grab something in the library. Give me a second. And I kind of wander off, pick up a cat. Meow. Meow. Okay. And I just dart into a row of books. Uh, actually, I guess I hold two cats doing decimal and I figure out where I need to go. And then. Meow, 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 meow. Dot, meow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I run back with a book underneath my arm. All right. All right. 
Everybody got everything you need? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Fine. I don't know what I'm about to say, but hopefully it doesn't end the world. I mean, it's not the worst thing, honestly. Yeah. I've been there. A screen pops up and says, you're about to go to the final dungeon. Are you sure you want to? <laughs> I look around. There's a lot of health potions around here all of a sudden. <laughs> you will not be able to return to this area anytime soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Please complete all side quests. There's some ammo. Someone say Sanchez! I brought whiskeys! Say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> Swarming to, towards us. Yeah. Yep. Yes. yeah. And I open up my mouth and I say the words. And you hear... An echo of an echo of an echo escape his mind. It's like it's like he's saying something into a cavern, but you can't exactly hear what he's saying. That vibrates through all of you. And the world shifts. Away from the library, you, you don't look to the library, you see yourself in a light large lighted room, floating in water. And at first you're panicking, you feel like you're gonna drown, and you realize you're breathing. And you, as you look around, like, there's all these strange paintings, strange artifacts, not actual power artifacts, but, like, strange older things. And you see what looks like a circular hole or door a bit ahead of you, and the door opens. And something dashes through in front of you guys. Something with numerous legs and a square uh, head looks at you, and you realize you're looking... None of you would know this in character, about a character, you're looking at Octopus. And it looks at you and goes like, well, this is peculiar. Scene. Yeah. Oh, wow. no. <laughs> Sweet. Yes. Uh, Humans at this hour. <laughs> How unbecoming. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to eat one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. A word just pops into your head, Cohen. <laughs> Calamari. Yeah. Like, destiny. Yeah. I will devour this kingdom. Yeah. I found a new girl. All right. Do you want to listen to my Octopodcast? <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you f- like the reveal of who you were? Wow, I was not expecting that. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting any... I did not know what to expect oh. from any of this. Mm-hmm. It was as... It was much weirder than I was wondering. Yep. Wow, so you, cool. were, you were always a piece of shit. You didn't, have a change, <laughs> you didn't have a change of heart. You were just like made a new personality. No, and you know what that means? I am technically younger than Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Uh, but that explains the birthday moles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, who knows which birthday they were counting. <laughs> yep. Or maybe they were adding them together. Yep. Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> just looking for any out on that, aren't yep. you? Uh, it's yeah. just, just a number. <laughs> yeah. I, I was hoping it was the right amount of weird. It was great. Yeah, it was totally it. great. I liked it. I was so tempted to take the deal. Yeah, Morales. that's why. That's why I put it in front. It of was you. a really good temptation. It was, and I knew that would. I knew your temptation. That was the only thing that would probably have gotten that, uh, Tagos. That to- was the reason I put it in there because I knew, knowing Tagos, he would probably try to think of another way. So I thought, okay, make Morale pay the price because she's technically an assassin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the idea that it's like, oh, there's another way, and Tagos like, oh, okay, there's <laughs> another way. It's like well, you could ruin, you uh, ruin your friend's life. Like, kind of defeats the purpose <laughs> of all this, doesn't it? Um, that was cool though, and it looked like Morale was actually considering mm-hmm. it. Oh yeah, um, like I, I was trying to explain, it's like you you get everything that you wanted, and what she wants is her people to be safe. Mm-hmm. And yes, the implication is, and I get to be with them, mm-hmm. but that's the question of like, if you can ensure their safety, what price will you pay? And mm-hmm. it seems like I still get to live, I get to know that they're safe, 
Like, that's a tough choice, mm-hmm. but Moral was totally going to take it. Yep. And the nice thing is, uh, I mean, I don't know what the system uh, is for uh, returning books that you borrowed from the Athenian, uh, but uh, you could conceivably go back there. I imagine that Tagos only gets the one shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but this he re- again? You know, what's that? This guy again? This guy. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, but yeah, so, um, I mean, really, who gives a shit about any of that? The play. <laughs> the fucking play. Yeah. I mean, like, that was a great way to end on, like, a very serious note. And I don't know what's up with the octopus thing, but yep. I'm, I'm into it. Yep. Um, but the play, I think, may have been the funniest thing in this entire <laughs> series. I think it's yep. the funniest thing on Fandible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Between uh, the play and the goddamn cloud. Yeah. <laughs> Adventure cloud. Yeah. Adventure cloud. It right. needs to right. become a thing. Fuck. Adventure cloud needs to become a thing. Yeah. Um, a, originally, I had planned to possibly include a comment at the end of that, but the more this gator's like, no, this this had to be a non-combat type of session. Mm-hmm. This just felt that way. Well, and, and I'm not sure exactly, you know, maybe there was something else you had planned, mm-hmm. but I liked that all of the important parts, none of that was up to chance. Yes. Yeah. The important things were all 100% what were, what did we as players find interesting, what was challenging to our characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even if it was like, oh yeah, you know, the choice to come into combat was ours. There's still, like, as we saw with the, the attempts to take down Neoc, it's mm-hmm. like the dice can always roll against our favor. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes that leads to great storytelling. Sometimes that feels frustrating. So I loved that uh, that this was all about player and character choices. Mm-hmm. And you put some real tough ones in front yeah. of us. Also, you are getting, you are super, super good at making mini games that are fun and funny that still that still have to do with the storyline because the whole play thing was basically a game within a game. Like mm-hmm. we all had to play characters of each other's characters. Yeah. That was brilliant. Cause, yeah. um, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, that, ah, that's so good. I want like a picture of like, you know, our, our, our normal picture of an our characters, but under it, then our, our, the people who played us. <laughs> oh my like God. The old man, <laughs> yeah. the, the twins on each other's shoulders, the, uh, the, the Chip and Dale dancer <laughs> they clearly got on the way there. Yeah. And then <laughs> Maral's just foot sticking out and a pan <laughs> flying up. Oh man, I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, how was it to run? It was fun. The, the play literally had my side splitting. It yeah, was fucking. But I thought, I, Here's the thing. I didn't know how it would go. I was hoping it was it would be fun. It did. Jesus Christ, guys! Fucking cloud. I, I only I, I played I played Cohen uh, to laser the woman because I could not remember how that fight actually went. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then I love immediately immediately Billy's like, wait, I kicked her through a wall. <laughs> Yeah, the, the intention was like because it's a play, it can go any. You can make up anything, and it, the people will consider it oh, true. It's so oh, yeah, good. Yeah. 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 Well, everybody's sharing from the most dramatic thing I've ever had. Yeah, that was yeah, a great that line. That was hilarious. I'm glad everyone had a good show. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, I think I know what I want to ask. Um, ask your question. What adventure does the Adventure Cloud give you? <laughs> and if you are in- artistically inclined, please draw the Adventure Cloud. <laughs> please draw the With Adventure the Cloud. With the mustache. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> you, you mean his, uh, his uh, brother, Adventure Claude? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, uh, see you guys next time. Woo! Yes. Woo!
Hey guys, this is Dan, the aka the bad boy of Fandible. I'm here to uh, ask you guys for money, basically. We're, we're here uh, because we're doing this out of love. We're doing this. We've got shows. If you liked what you just heard, we probably have more just like it. If you didn't like what you just heard, we have way more that's not like it. We have so much stuff, and we've given it all out to you because we love you. We love you. We do it out of love. But guess what? Love don't pay the bills. If you go to patreon.com slash fandible, and you donate a little sum-sum for us, we might just have a little sum-sum for you. If you can't, that's fine, because, did I mention, we love you. And you can go to Twitter, find Fandible there. You can go to Facebook, search for Fandible there. Listen, just search for Fandible. Whatever pops up, it's probably ours, and you should probably subscribe, like, link, share, etc. Do it, because we love you.